What's up, everyone? Welcome to Triple Stitch. I'm your host, L. Yo, L, what up? Where culture and community collide, powered by Soul Savvy Women's. Soul Savvy is a platform built to put sneakerheads first, and their new women's community is committed to bringing equity to the space. To learn more about this, check out soulsavvy.com. That's Soul Savvy with one V. We are kicking off our very first episode with community leader and founder of the Whitaker Group, James Whitner, chopping it up about his upcoming Jordan collab with the AJ3 Raised by Women, what it's like being a black creative in the space, and what he likes to have for breakfast. Thank you so much, James, for coming on the show. It's more than a pleasure to have you. For those who may not be familiar with you, can you give us a few details on who James Whitner is and what the Whitaker Group does? That's a good one. Who I am, I think, is... Uh, should I think I'm, 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 a, I'm a black I'm a black kid. I ain't kid no more. I'm a black kid from the projects. I think at my root, that's actually who I am. I think that's probably what I hold on to the most. I think that's what probably defines me. What the Whitaker Group does is we're... we're uh, we're a multifunctional, creative, experiential community and retail purveyor that just tries to connect the, the Black experience to the world. I think that's the best way I've ever described it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that. That's good. So taking it back for a bit, in 2005, you opened the Flavor Factory. Yep. Great name, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Which was your first store. How did you know it was the right time to pursue a dream of opening your own store? It, it wasn't about, it, it was the right time for me to not to be doing what I was doing. It was, I think my life has been about what not to do, not what to do, especially when I was younger, right? Because I've been, you know, primarily growing up how I grew up, it, it was just, it, was, it wasn't that many opportunities for us. So I, I, I made choices I can't act like. I can't act like I didn't have control of the choices I made, but some of the choices I made were just the ones that were in front of me. It was just primarily the streets. I mean, I, I couldn't go off and couldn't go off and, and and get a job per se because at that point I was a felon, so I didn't know it was the right time. I just knew that it was time for me to like get away from the environment I was in because even if I was choosing not to hustle no more, I was still a part of that environment, and being a part of that environment was going to pull me in ways that I may not have had control over, even if I thought I did. And how did it finally feel to like make that dream a reality? It was a great, I mean, you, I poured it all in. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, you understand there ain't no going backwards. You know, home, home will always have me, but I poured it all in because no one wants to go back. Right. Like the idea of going back was just like, you know, you fight and do everything not to go back. So it was just, it's really about like, the, 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 sh- the fight was just about really not going backwards and trying to build something that I thought, you know, that I thought was at, at the beginning, I thought it just was a really good idea, a way for me to make some money and not have to be in the streets. That's really how it started. I can't start like I, I had a business plan and I thought it was going to, you know, what I mean, be a big thing. But and it felt good to just wake up every day to have something positive to pursue to, yeah. and have an, and have another way of like hustling and like like still being being able to be be around like our people who come from you know because you still at retail you still very much so connect with the community so it's still like the connection was still there it just was by doing something else yeah and sometimes it's harder to close a chapter and begin a new one how did you know it was time to move on from the flavor factory and open up social status because you know, like, right, like, because because I think there's all these waves, right? Like, Flavor Factory, if you come from the hood, hood, especially, like, I'm, I'm 42. So, like, you got to think, I grew up in, the, like, the, 
90s, 90s, right? So in the 90s, that name made sense. But as you as you look at like, you don't know me and you just look at like this big black dude, you don't necessarily know this big black dude who is, you know, assertive and like super vocal. You don't think like, oh, this dude has like a taste level or understands anything, right? But the Flavor Factory was curated uh, in a super good way, but the name was Flavor Factory. And at the time, like anything that is blatantly black, people just like run from, you know how that goes. Like, yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't cross over. It doesn't feel cool. Cause it's like too, too much black. culture. It, it, it's too black. Right. Yeah. Right. So it was like, how, how, how do you, um, how, I just knew it was time to like, let the name match what we were. It's, it's marketing and branding one-on-one really. I think I just became a better brand guy. Uh, I think I was always a always a sharp, savvy business guy. I just started to become a better brand guy, and I understood the social status was more on brand. So it just made sense. And to make the decision to launch social status initially as like a denim brand, when did you decide it was right to switch it up and not step away from like kind of the clothing and sneaker space? Well, I launched the denim when we were still in when we were still in Flavor Factory, it was primarily, it was 08, right? So it mm-hmm. was like, go home or find something to hustle. Does that make sense? And, and like, yeah. what's something that I was passionate about that connected to our business, something that I knew personally, right? So I didn't need anyone to like, like guide me a lot. Like shout out to Pal, he was there like all the time helping me at that time. Pal stayed at my house at that point because like I was just tinkering with it. and. It was just the idea that I needed to get something to drive business. And if I bought jeans at that time, if you're buying $200 jeans, you're paying $100. If you go to Japan to get $200 jeans built, you're paying $40, $30, $40. It was a no-brainer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I need to get my ass on a plane to Japan and figure it out. Yeah. And you always seem to do the unexpected, like opening a hotel, for example. Where does that come from? How do you stay ahead of the game? I think really it's about the idea of um, understanding where you need to go next and being comfortable being first, like, like, cause you know, you go in a white space and, and I also don't think I'd done anything that was that, it, it wasn't that groundbreaking if you think about it, right? Because it makes sense for how we like to enjoy our space. So it really, and it was crazy because that's when the lights went off in my head. Cause I can't front that it, the light hadn't went off before then, right? It was just like, this is a good idea, but I almost talked myself out of it because it was like, well, why do you do that? And then I was like, well, why don't you do it? Right? Because it was just, it's just the idea of like, how do we enjoy, how do we like to enjoy our space? I was also in the process of building my house. So it was like, yo, I want people to experience the idea of what space looks like in our world. And everyone doesn't have the access to curate and create the look so it was just like boop. and then when i'd done it everybody was like oh my god that's so dope i was like really oh if y'all like that i got about 15 more of these ideas like that's when it just like the light clicked on yeah and when did the birth of Manier actually come to be it was probably a combination of a lot of things it was a combination of so it was probably about seven eight years of being in a business understanding how I wanted to dress, understanding like where my mind was going and understanding like all the things that I thought that we should be able to tinker with, but we didn't have access to, right? Like, cause mm-hmm. it always was like, why are y'all selling all these things 
to us, but not to us. Like, right. Like all these brands are making all these things that are aimed at us and aimed at our culture, but trying to put it in their box. Right. Cause when it really started, like, like before, like brands really started focus on being streetwear, you had to go buy a brand about a few pieces from the brand because they, those few pieces were, were what we could rock with, is what we could rock with. And you had to curate a bunch of different brands to a sort of store. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was the idea that like, okay, this stuff didn't fit in social status because it was like a little too mature, maybe a little too pricey. And then the experience level need to change some. Then I, I started to realize like, okay, this is actually luxury and experience and it needs to be something else. So, it, 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 and, and I think the last point I'll throw in there is, plus I wasn't able to shop my own store anymore. I wasn't able to personally shop social status myself. So you just kind of outgrew that experience you created and needed to like level it up a bit. Yeah. And do you have any mentors or anyone that's helped guide you through your journey? I would say now, yes. Yeah, tons. It just depends on, it, it depends on what, what part of what, what I'm trying to accomplish. Now I think there's way more access to people getting on the phone because like they understand you more and like, you know, it, it becomes a little more, your story, my stories, I think it's a little more out there. But the tough part is we always say to people in the beginning, get mentors, get mentors, get mentors. It's just like impossible. Like when yeah. you really, when you really think about it, like, which is why we do free game and why we do all these things, because I even acknowledge when kids hit me and was like, Hey, I would love for you to mentor me. I'm sitting there thinking like, damn, it's irresponsible of me to do it for you. I need to do it for as many people as I possibly can in that same time slot. Yeah, it is. Like, I always think about it when someone's asked a question, like, who do you look up to or things like that? Like, I'm like, I don't know. Just kind of look up to yourself sometimes. Like, if I got to get something done, I'm like, either I saw it somewhere or I have to do it. So I'll figure it out stumbling. Yeah. And now, and now too, with, with information, there's so much information out there. It's more just about knowing what's true and what isn't right. Mm -hmm. It's it's that filter now, because it's not about not being able to find information. It's more about validating what information is correct. So you take the right course because there's a, you know, we both know there's a lot of fuckery happening out here. Oh yeah. A lot of, a lot of pretenders, a lot of pretenders in the game for sure. Is What's the best piece of advice that someone's given you that you follow still to this day? Oh God, that's, that is, that is, uh, I've, I've been stumped thinking about this. It depends on my mood because I'm super assertive. Like I wake up every day on a thousand and <laughs> I'm never trying to slow down and I'm always trying to push, 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 push. So for my personality, the thing that I've learned to understand is Sometimes no move is the best move. Mm. And there's something to be said for a marathon versus a sprint, right? And it's, it's less about rushing to try to get there and more about understanding that the days and weeks and months are going to ebb and flow. And the most important thing through it all is to have a strategy that you can execute within a timeline and making sure that that fits the goals of you and everybody around you. That's true. I think I struggle most with patience. I think everything's supposed to happen right now, right at this moment. And think about how it goes to your last question, right? We all do because we don't have, we have, we don't have generational mentors, right? 
there's some families where they can go to their grandpa or their great grandpa and you can get the game, right? We don't have like that, that solid rock of places that we can go to get the game, to give us patience. Do you think, do you think any of the people that I know that, that we all died in the streets would, well, I shouldn't say we all, I'm still here, but they all died in the streets and how many people die in the streets every day. You think they would be out there if there was somebody today whose voice they could believe that it's going to actually get better? Yeah. It is. Our, it's crazy. Yes. Our culture doesn't have patience because we don't really have a North Star of people to look out to to say it's going to get better. We've been waiting for it to get better forever. We still waiting. Yeah, it's true. Anytime I would like ask my mom or something, be like, is anything going to change? And she's always just like, believe in God and just wait. You just kind of have to wait for it. Like, that's it. The time will come when it comes. Yeah, which is interesting, right? Because we all got to get to a point where you know, it sounds cliche to say we are to change, right? But it's just like you said earlier, like you got to get comfortable with looking up to yourself and holding yourself accountable and look at, looking at yourself in the mirror and flat out having that. The most powerful talk you could have with yourself is that you could have is that self-talk. You are your most powerful voice because yeah. if you're waiting on somebody else to give you the information, you'd be waiting forever. That's true. I think this past year has been the first time I've spoken to myself. Where it's like we just have so much downtime that I'm like, okay, like who is out? Like what do I want? What do I like? What do I don't like? And like the answers that come back are like what surprises you the most. I'm like I tell people I'm like I've learned more in silence this past year than I ever have from like speaking. It, it, it's crazy because that's what I learned by being incarcerated. That's what that's what jail done for me. Jail taught me how to hear myself, and I think I always did. I think I think I always did, but I, I guess I heard myself a little louder. Once you have that downtime and, that, and you're absolutely right, that was the best part about COVID because if you took the time right, then a lot of other people, I hope, feels the same way now. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I've read that you were a mentor to Marcus Jordan during the trophy room opening. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, that one was uh, met Marcus through uh, Carrie Connor, who, who's a homegirl and uh, just flat out great person. Uh, Marcus wanted to open a store and um Obviously, uh, his dad being who he is, there was it had to be done the right way. So we connected and just kind of start building. And I think a lot of people give me too much credit for Marcus Marcus's journey, man. Marcus is like, like say people, you know, he's MJ's son, right? But that boy got to show up every day with that pressure on his back, mm -hmm. and he and he manages it right, and, and it's different. But for me, it's it's been incredible, right? Because out of it, Marcus is, 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 is and has become an amazing entrepreneur and just a savvy and smart guy. But, but on my side, I've been uh, the beneficiary. Uh, I've benefited because I have this great relationship with a younger person that I learned like, yo, this boy is, this boy is on point. And, you know, if, if, if this is what on point looks like at 30, like it's, it pushed me to keep to push harder as I, as I worked with him. He gave you some free game. <laughs> absolutely 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 and i've always admired what you've done in the community and i think one of my favorite releases was the friends and family air force one hands wash cold and they were only a limited what was it 989 pairs yeah. which i felt like i needed one because that's my birthday i was just like yo seriously what's up yeah september 9th 1989 <laughs> wow you know like it was definitely like my my favorite drop that i've seen and like to be able to give the public the opportunity to get the pair through voting which was like dope to see like how important was it to you to have that a part of the friends and family release well 
you know what? I, it's, it's funny because we we always go back and forth with with uh with our brand partners about having having tools to be able to do things. It was it was just something that we came up with because it was the right thing to do, right? It's it's just always trying to take the things that you know kids love and make them levers to do something that they need to do, and so they can learn, you know, because we all learn through action, right? Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully, hopefully, they take a chance to understand the importance of voting and, and specifically specifically around that election. Yo, so for me, like any all of this, not just that one thing. Like all of this is a blessing to me. I say all the time, like, yo, shit, looking at where I was, looking at where I am now, it's not even funny. I never complain, ever, never. I got health and hell. I got the ability to actually be able to change some things. So shit, I ain't ever complaining. No, you definitely changed it. It was the first time I think ever in my group chat that I have with everyone else that's obsessed with like sneakers. We started talking politics. Like it just, the whole conversation shifted to like, well, you better go vote. Like now you have to go vote. Get up and go vote. Like go register. That's dope. See, it, 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 like if that action happens, that's that's the win, right? Because we're gonna still get, you know, we're gonna get fly. We going those things. I'm never saying like, yo, like yo. If you look at, I tell people all the time, like I use my platform to talk about what everybody else isn't talking about. Because everybody else's platform is about copping this and buying this. And I look fly and look at my vacation. My woman's cute. My dude's cute. <laughs> everybody talking about that, right? And like, I'm not going to say that I'm, uh, you know, I'm a human too, right? But I try to just flip it and talk more about everything else that makes sense. I mean, it's a powerful thing to sacrifice a platform that's so impactful where you could just push products on people, but to actually make it like a message. It def- I mean, it changed my group chat. We've never been the same since. Like now the conversation is a bit more dynamic and less about just like cop and shoes. Which is nice. Yo, L, that that makes me smile, yo, because I'm like, even I I put up a post this morning uh, around a kid that got killed in Minnesota. And it was like, Mm -hmm. the last, all last week's post has been about these Jordan 3. So that's all anybody cares about. So every comment is about the Jordan 3. And you post something about like something of substance. And it's like, sadly, people just don't care as much. Yeah, engagement just falls off. Yeah, and it, it it only makes me want to push about that even more. Like I refuse to be like a clone, yo. I'm not falling into the matrix. No sheep, no sheep here. Yeah. And is that why it's so important for you to always give back to the community to continue pushing that message? Yeah, 100. percent And I mean, and the other part is like, yo, I'm that kid. I remember how it felt. Like I remember, like you know, there's parts of there's parts of my journey and story that is, you know. Like it's it's bad, right? Like you know what it's like. So I can't I can't ever forget that. That's why when you ask me who am I, like yo, I'm a poor kid from the projects. Nothing changes that, right? So my journey is still that, and because my journey is that, I'm trying to help that kid. My my relationship is always going to be with that kid. That's my one to one relationship. That's at some point in therapy they say you are you are the, the, the young or you'll always be the the, the, who you were as a kid you'll always be that person yeah, I, I just started therapy this year so that's <laughs> like I'm in, I'm in those beginning stages like let's go back to your childhood I'm like no 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 I'm good yeah, yeah and it's hard right because because even you said it in therapy in therapy they say it and sometimes you never do it in therapy but what it does make you do is even when you're on your own time and you in your head 
you start to replay those things and it starts to affect you and you start to realize like what you do and why shit is like shit is incredible it's crazy i'm always trying to check my therapist where i have to like teach myself like not like chill sit down put the walls down where i'm like are you sure you know what you're talking about like let me see your credentials one more time like nah i'm, I'm good like i'm good <laughs> Yo, it ain't just it ain't just you, yo. But it's like that. It's like that moment where you sit and and you let it happen, and you like, damn, because it's always everything is in retrospect, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, even after the therapy, like it's, you you sit there, you like, damn, they right. Yeah, right? every day's a lesson. And yeah. so yes, we are all obsessed with the upcoming drop of the Amanir Jordan threes raised by women, which is a true reflection of you always giving back to the community. What made it so important for you to tell the story of her this time? Um, I got to honestly say, telling a story of her was not my idea. It was it was Jordan Brand's idea. I mean, but I think it was I think it was their confidence in my voice to be able to do it. And and shout out to Nico because I think he was the one who said like, "Yo, Nico Fern was the one who said like, come on, man, like." And, and that, that part hasn't been hasn't been and even for me i was looking at him like really well if i'm going to do this it's going to look like this right yeah and there, there was only one way it was going to look so it, it had to, it, it, it took a lot of trust on their side because i could never get the idea out of my head i'm the worst at explaining anything so it's like no i'll just show you just wait for it so trying to tell a brand and just wait for it <laughs> <laughs> You know, you got to do what you got to do. Hey, right. So, so thank God. I'm, I'm glad it's all working. I'm glad it's all working out. But no, I, I think it's always important to tell our stories. Right. So, you know. Yeah, 100 percent. And what do you think the sneaker world is doing right when it comes to telling the story of women in the culture? And where do you think they're falling short? I honestly think it's, it's to all women, like the idea of, of women, you know, from a man's perspective, right? You only want to see, everybody wants to see women the way that they want to see women. And because it's primarily a man dominated world, we always want to see women as like an object of like uh, sexuality or, or how it relates and affects us, right? So for me, and, and the other one is a mother, because I got challenged by AP from the Jordan brand was like, well, women want to be more than a mother. And I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, they have to be. So my goal was to show all of the parts of, of women, the way I see them or we see them in our community and not just as a mother, even though technically the, the story was about the relationship with all of our mothers, but because none of us get hit, none of us can get hair without a woman, right? Technically. Yeah. So, you know, so it was just about trying to wrap it all in, but, but make it, make it from our vantage point. So to answer your question in short, it goes back to the same thing. It's, it's about, I think it's always about heels and pretty girls and makeup instead of just about like real stories about women and their journey and who they are outside of the makeup, bright lights, cameras, and selfies. Yeah, no, it was, I remember just watching the campaign for like the first time. First, I started watching it on Instagram. Then I was like, I need to pull this up on the computer. And like, it was nice to see, you know, just like a mother taking her kids to school or like just the kids and like how they view, how they're looking at their mother, where maybe she doesn't always feel appreciated. Like, I know there are many times growing up, I was mad at my mom. Like, you don't spend time with me. Yes. Like, you're always off doing like X, Y, Z. And I'm always like with my grandmother. And it's just like, when you grow up, I'm just like, 
thank you. You know, yeah. because I didn't spend time with you, I wasn't in the street, you know, like my brothers were like, I got to go to a better school. I got to live in a better neighborhood and I benefit from it now. But back then I was just like, that seems more important to you where it's like they sacrifice so much just so you can exist, which it was like a powerful thing to see. Cause I don't think anyone's done it in that perspective to your point. Yeah. And, and I think, I think the catch is it can, it's, it's the whole hype over like real thing. Right. It's like, at what point does hype actually become authenticity? And it, once authenticity can start to scale more, and the best part about this shoe and this message is we're starting to see like real comeback, like real substance, a real character, and actually standing for a real story that don't got to be contrived. And you know what I'm saying? Don't gotta be, it's not about makeup and bright lights. It's about real life, real people. And it could also be, super dope product that people connect to and want to rock and get get you know it could be both yeah it was dope at the end of the video when he like has the box of the shoes behind his back and his mom's like in the kitchen like immediately i was like i, I want to cop this for my mom like i'm not like i need to get this for my mom like she definitely not gonna wear them doesn't do sneakers at all but i'm like yo my you just need these like I yeah. just saw the camera. I think it's the first time I've seen something product related where I'm like, I almost want it more for you than I do myself. Yeah, but but that, all but all these actions, everything that you're saying, it makes me excited as hell because those are in the moments where I realize, like, damn, we got it, we did it, right? Because it's like it's it's like you know when you grow up, how we grow up in these experiences, we quickly realize, like, yo. All the stuff that we do is so unique to the black experience, mm -hmm. right? And and so unique to like we've made we normalized having one having single parent. We normalized being poor. We normalized gunshots. We normalize all these things that happen in our community. They're very normal to us. But those stories are never really told or haven't been told in a way that's meaningful to street culture. Yeah, it, it was definitely. It was nice to see something that seems so regular and mediocre, like, okay, yeah, like that's the usual. And then you realize like, it's not for everybody else. Yeah. Like we, we learn to be nimble and to adapt to everything. And we've created our own space. Yes. And like, that's something beautiful to have because not many people get to experience that. And I think it was like beautiful to kind of put that on a platform for once. Uh, Nipsey said it, damn, I'm gonna mess it up. It's a every every couple of generations. There's people who under who who un, we speak a coded language, and when when you start speaking it to someone, you know they know, and it's just like one of those things. Like, oh yeah, they from where I'm from, and you never yeah. really even got to say it, but you know, like you know, it's it's just man, shit is it's fun, and it's going to continue to get fun, and and that's you know that's that's being able to unleash this really excites me. Yeah, it's going to be dope. And how many women got to be involved in the project? Oh, God. I mean, more than I could even count at this point. Like, because the whole process has been flushing it up. It's been about, it's been about me saying two things. And, you know, it's been about, we got to make it about women, right? Always, we got to make it about women. But we got to make sure that it all, it connects also. So people continue to get comfortable to have these conversations. So it was like, okay, we got we got enough women in here. Oh, make sure we're making sure we're connect, make sure we're connecting at a high level. Add more women, make sure we mm -hmm. connect at a high level. Add more women, make sure we connecting at a high level. So uh Mark on our team, 
I got to say was the architect and had adding more women and, and actually getting like tactical and bringing a vision to life, the Turner brothers on the video. So it, I can't like, I, yo, our team is shit. Like everybody's <laughs> like passionate about what we do. So they just get into the weeds, but yo, shout out to, uh, shout out to Mark and Kev for making sure we finished our breakfast. Well, I heard you don't eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can starve. I can starve. Like, yo, I could go. I probably eat like three, four o'clock. It depends when we get off the of Zoom. I'm trying to get better with my, my eating habits, yo. Shit, yesterday I just ate dinner. Like, it just it just depends on the day, what's happening, what the Zoom calls look like. I'm trying now, to. Now, when, when, when I read that, I laughed to myself because I was like, I don't eat breakfast. I don't do breakfast because I'm like, it's too early. To like eat like that. My stomach isn't ready. Like, I don't really like breakfast food. Like, doesn't click for me. I don't eat until three, four o'clock. And then that might be the only meal I have all day. Yo, L, I don't even like talking to people in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why I'm single, because I'm a grouch. Like, I just want to wake up and think. I want to be in my head and be in my space. Like, outside of my children, I don't want to talk in the morning. <laughs> too damn early. Exactly. Exactly. It's too early for that. And okay, yeah. if we get into design details of the shoe, I noticed the two quotes on the heel tabs. Where did those, where did that messaging derive from? Well, if, if you look, the, the messages actually contradict. And it, it, it derived that just like everything's the same thing. It's, 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 it's growing up in the projects. And I grew up in a very small project. And, you know, back then you couldn't like leave your project. It was if you left your project and you go to another project, then you fighting or shooting. Right. So it was like this idea like, yo, I always say people when people look at gangs and say all these people like live in Chicago, we're not gangs. We all just grow up in a neighborhood together and you got Mm -hmm. each other back. Right. And all you have is each other. Like, oh, that's all you really have. Like, if you don't if you don't watch each other's back, then it's a wrap for you, right? So you got to make sure you like protect each other and have each other's back because like you got to really be able to depend on each other because like yo, when you really, when when you have a single parent household and mom's at work trying to figure it out and everybody's scratching, you got a whole bunch of kids just trying to help each other, right? Yeah. That was one part of it. And then the other part is was about standing alone. It's a, and the standing alone part goes to that conversation with yourself. If you don't get ever get comfortable with that conversation with yourself and pushing yourself forward and in those key moments, like uh, uh, shout out to DMX to just passing and that voice in your head and them strong monologues on all of his albums. Yeah. Those conversations with himself. And I've been in that in the gym, you know, just like reminiscing and going through, you know, just going through what I'm going through in my head or whatever. Like it's that battle. And it's you winning that battle with yourself to come out on top and be where you need to be. No, that's amazing. And is there, does that story connect back to the colorway that was chosen? So like the violet, does that connect? No, not at all. Man, listen, the violet was honestly just, just pure, pure being truthful, looking at the Pantone book, they're <laughs> like, is what color can women fuck with, but dudes not hate? Like sitting there like, cause, cause the, cause the suede taking Ellie off was just like, easy going yeah. to gray was never even it, those things happen in like less than probably five minutes like oh yeah gray suede okay done where we we love there 
well, what can we do now to make it about, to make the violet about where you get, where you get hues. That was all just like trying to create a vibe, right? And then the details in the back was making sure that we told the story, right? And, and, and the goal was for it to be like a discovery moment. And because the, because the rollout went so long, they got discovered or a lot earlier than what we thought it would. I never thought the discovery moment would become a topic of conversation this early in the game. I thought it was going to be people, something people talked about after the fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, usually, I, don't, I usually don't mess with purple. Or anything with online that spectrum, but it's small. It's small. It's small. It exactly. I was like, oh, it's, it's different. I'm like, it's calm. Oh, it's it's calm. It's subtle. It's subtle. I really, really like it. And there's been a lot of talk, ladies first, and making sure that women are able to secure a pair. Is there any information, any gems you can drop on us on what that would look oh, yeah. like? Yeah, we, we passed embargo now, so hell yes, 100. percent So all women, we're gonna have three launches. First launch is going to be ladies first. And all I'm a Minier, social status, APB, Prosper Doors. Ladies can make an appointment, come in the store. They got to make an appointment. When they go to make an appointment, that gets us their name, information, sides, et cetera. They come to the store with their license to confirm it. Women get to go first for five days. Wow. We choose all those winners for five days. Then everybody else goes. Then we do an online raffle as the second thing. And then we do general release. So women get the first shot at it. Ladies first. We heard ladies. it here. Truly, truly, <laughs> truly, truly ladies first. So there ain't going to be, ladies don't got to worry about dudes. Ladies ain't got to worry about as long as a woman comes in, we see your ID, it matches your rezo. We see it fits your, women will be the priority. Because you know, shorties were already, they were already in the comments waiting. <laughs> they were waiting oh. like, okay, oh, you say it. that. <laughs> we'll see. If this wasn't right, I was getting burnt. <laughs> Yeah, it was going to be clipped. I remember seeing, I'm like, oof. I'm like, yo, women aren't the ones to be messed with. I'm like, I hope, I hope they hit this one. Man, listen, the only women that's going to be mad is, is, is the women's, the women that aren't near us, near one of those locations. That them is who we're going to get. That's who we're going to get cussed out by. Yeah, the Google search is already about to start. Everybody's going to try to be in that vicinity one way or another. Yeah, no, it should, it, it should be coming out. It should be, the information should be coming out later today. Amazing. And so we always like to try to include the community in each of these interviews. So a question that the community has for you is a lot of sneaker and streetwear culture stem from or originate from black culture. And a lot of the product products that end up getting produced aren't even obtainable by the same people that inspire these products. So how do you kind of juggle between being a successful business owner but also making products that can be available and accessible to these communities. Um, it's crazy just by living on that line. God, that's the line that I live on. It's it's my challenge is exactly what they've said. Is I've I've staked myself in saying like we need to walk that fine line of being being luxury, but for street culture. So they could come in where the luxury that you actually that go, going back to why I'm a year existed is because you ever had a bad experience where you walk into the space and they feel like you about to rob them or you're mm-hmm. going to steal something or you're going to. Right. So we inform all these things, but we don't get a We don't get a comfortable experience in it or it's not in places that we're comfortable going. So it's my responsibility as long as as long as we exist to do 
to do that. Like, and, and I balance it by challenging our partners to just simply support us the way we need to be supported. So, so there is, so, so there is something that's actually for us and even challenging other retailers, right. To be more, to, to, to do more, to do more about, uh, putting back in, like you taking a lot from our culture, but we ain't getting nothing back. So like to all of my counterparts, y'all got to be more intentional about putting more in than you're taking out. Cause if not, that makes you a vulture. Yeah. And being, being a brand and being who you are and kind of being a beacon for our community in that respect, how did it feel for you to be able to replace the jump man on the tongue of the Jordan three with the Amonier brand mark? Did you like, look back like, Oh, I did that. I did that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but listen, imagine when the approval came in. Oh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, like, yes. Like to be able to like, yo, first, I appreciate the kind words because I think being a leader is something I don't take for granted. So to hear other people say it, it's like, damn, I guess that is how, how people perceive me. So that's dope, especially coming for you. The second is like, yo, to be able to do all these things, like even a community question. If that's the question they have for me, that makes me feel really good because now it puts the battery in my back to keep pushing for us and keep fighting for us to keep creating space because I only win if there are if there are hundreds more of me in different industries that can create space for us to exist differently. So we have what we talked about in the earlier call, so we have North Stars and we have real OGs that teach us patience when we're in our 20s, right? Mm-hmm. So we can, so, so things look better for us as we go through our, you know, built businesses or in our careers. No, and that, I mean, I feel like you've blessed us with nothing but free game this entire interview. But the last question I have for you is, I know that you always aim to educate and inspire the future of this industry. Is there any free game that you want to share with us today? No, I mean, like you just keep doing this. Like this is, this was like, yo, these platforms and everyone having a voice and continuing to push their platforms and using their platform for good. And like I said, we got to have fun. You got to have fun because you got to keep people entertained. But the fact that we can have a conversation about dope shit and push the culture along and push our people along and do it while just being two cool ass motherfuckers. Like, (laughs) that that's when that's when we all start to win right so if if it's, if it's anything it's us all being comfortable being that right like being all the things and not just being like one thing there you have it free game from the legend himself james thank you again for coming on the show this has truly been an honor having you as our first guest we couldn't be more excited for what the future holds over at the Whitaker group we are definitely looking forward to your upcoming release of the aj3 raised by women and ladies first you know i won't forget and once again do not forget to check out soul savvy connecting you to people as passionate about sneakers and culture as you are that's soulsavvy.com with one v until next time i'm your host l and this was Triple Stitch.